You are now listening to Point Two Point Two FM Walls Talking Podcast with your host, the victorious Latoya Justice Sharee, and your co-host, King Nas. Thank you for listening. You'll get everything on this podcast. generally have a raspy voice because I am from up north but you know I still have a little bit of cold in me um so I'm gonna have a raspy voice you know what I'm saying so you just gotta have to deal with it and it's gonna be what it's gonna be okay okay now we are having some mic issues but this is nothing new for you guys who listen to the podcast <coughs> sorry the podcast over the past several months, several weeks, or the past year and a half. You guys know this podcast has had my issues, technical difficulties, and we are starting it from the bottom, and that's what we're doing. So, it is what it is. I love doing podcasting a lot, and I felt like there have been a lot of interruptions in this year, not just because of COVID-19, but also because life. Like, you know, last year we had just so much going on with moving and stuff around in our place. And at first I wanted to move, then COVID happened. So that put a damper on the plans. But then it was like, okay, we're not moving. And then they were like, well, we're going to renovate your apartment. And that took several months to do as far as we had to leave and all the other stuff we had going on. So that was an issue. And so. This has been a crazy year, but through this year, it's been a lot of changes that have happened. Like, honest to God, a lot of changes have happened during the pandemic, during this year, during last year, during the total 2020, 2019, COVID-19 pandemic. So I, I know that a lot of people are just trying to figure it out. One of the things... That I have noticed straight up and down, like just for me, is it's time to get rid of the old and start the new. A lot of people are like, what do you mean? It's not New Year's. It's not New Year's Eve. It's not even the beginning of the year. We're literally entering, like, in a few weeks, the sixth point point of the year. Half the year is almost gone. So those of you who started off the year with you brand new 2020 vision, <laughs> 2021 visions, and say, hey, man, I'm about to start this year with a bam. And then around midway, half the day, January 1st, you were like, yeah, I'll wait till later. Don't worry. It's still not even the six-month point of the year. You still have plenty of time to do your halfway year resolution. That's right, I said 
halfway here resolution because it's no time at the present to start over. We have a lot of stuff that's been going on. Last episode, I think it was episode 176, um, we talked about like just starting things over. Like, I don't care if you have to break up with somebody. I don't care if you have to start a new relationship. I don't care if you have to enter in a new friendship. I don't care if you have to figure out things tick by tack by toe. Do it. I think this year has been one of those years where I've had to push myself out of a lot of crazy areas and dead off some of the old things that I've been doing because when you're in an area where you feel gray, depressed, or whatever, it puts you in this funk, but it also puts you in a hole. And it also gives you a, a what I like to call an undead life, which means you're still here. You're still living. Literally, but not living life. Like, you're just here. So, I thought to myself, I said, so, what do we need to do? So, somehow, yesterday, and today, even, I have, and even this week, really, like, the last few months, particularly May, you know, and March, April, and May have been those months where I have been thinking to myself, it's time to start again. So, yesterday, I was watching something about a certain number, um, I think it was two- 57 or 3 something, what, what a number, I, I forget what number it was, don't want to lie to you, maybe I should have wrote it down, but I didn't, so, my bad, but anyway, I was watching something about this number, and they were talking about, like, just, like, ending things, ending the old things, and if you don't end them, they will keep coming back to you. And then somehow I stumbled upon this movie that I was watching on Hulu, which I forget what that was called. Again, I said it a few things out. But baby, the movie was delicious. It was a scary movie. I don't typically watch scary movies, but I have taste for them. Like, you know how sometimes you like, I have a taste for chocolate, I have a taste for lobster. I have a taste for certain movies at certain times. I feel like during my, my spooky time, I be feeling like I want to watch certain movies. And this particular time, I wanted to watch a scary movie. Like, sometimes I want to watch funny. Sometimes I want to watch sad stories that want to make you cry, get emotional. I want to do that anyway. Like, if the wrong commercial comes on with a cute puppy, and the puppy falls, I'm going to cry. Like, this is one of those times I'm like, oh. But, yo, seriously, I was watching a scary movie. Now, if you know what this movie is, please hit me up on Instagram. It may take a minute because I've I've been like so crazy busy that I haven't really been on Instagram like that. But hit me up and please tell me the name of the movie. So basically, this movie was about a family of three. There was a father, uh, like a teenage daughter, an older daughter, probably she might have been like nineteen or twenty, and then there was a younger daughter. Well, they had they had like uh, they had their mother figure, the wife, who unfortunately passed away, and it seemed like she had cancer and you know basically she passed away and the way she passed away was crazy because it took so long and she got her hair fell out and it was just nuts and so they were going on this trip this trip in this dope truck on a long trip we're going on a trip in a favorite rocket ship floating through the sky 
but not little Einstein. More like little creepy kids. But anyway, we'll get to that part. So basically, hey friends. So basically, on this trip, they were like going to spread the ashes of the monarch. But there were so many reminders and so many things that are happening during this point. And it was crazy because the father kept on having these reminders. The oldest daughter kept on having the reminders. The youngest daughter, not so much. But the father definitely had these intense flashes of just really vivid memories of what happened with his wife and his daughters and how hurt he was. And he was just trying to recapture a moment where they were happy and they were starting things new and they were, you know, it was a year later after she passed, but they, he wanted to, you know, break into a new way of life for the family. So he wanted to take the ashes out and he put it in a wine jar. Now all this time we didn't know it was in a wine, in a wine bottle. We didn't know this. We didn't know. We just knew he kept looking at this wine guys, this wine container. And so speeding up, basically, these creepy little kids kept haunting them and haunting them and trying to take the youngest daughter. Finally, they found out that they wanted the youngest daughter and then the mother was haunting them. And then finally, we realized that he had to dump the ashes. And he realized that the reason why he had to dump the ashes is because he had to let her go. Because during this time, they they were searching and the little kids were messing with them. And he found out that this happened to another family. And you know, the mother had passed away, they had a daughter, the daughter got kidnapped, and the reason why is because he had to to live his promise, he had to live his truth, he had to be real with himself and be like, yo, I need to let this go, like, I need to let this go, and I guess the father wasn't ready to let it go, so sometimes, that's the reality of life, like, sometimes when you're not ready to let something go, it just haunts you, so this episode is basically about just letting go, letting go, letting go, letting go, and moving forward, because sometimes you have to lose the old things, and forgive the things of the past, so you can gain a new perspective, so you can gain a new view, so you can be happy, like, this is a big thing that has really been, like, hitting me in the head, no matter how many times I try to know you for me, like, bruh, sis, you gotta really think about this, because this is what it really is, so we're gonna talk about letting go after the with your girl Latoya Jessicari Rainbows. Alright. So I hope that you guys are super excited to work camera just like me to break into this new episode because I am so ready. Anime. Bitch at the bliss. And we're back. <clears throat> With me still having sinus problems. It has been probably a week and some change since I have even started working on this episode. And I feel a lot better than what I did when I originally started recording the episode. Or even the episode I did on Mother's Day. However, I have some things that I just want to get off my chest. So this episode is going to, I'm going to sum it up and I think I'm going to go into another episode because I feel like there's a lot on my brain and I feel a creative uh, clutter in my brain and I need to just straighten it out, 
that's my daughter laughing like she's sinister. But anyway, <clears throat> so the last we spoke, or well, this episode hasn't even been published yet, but the last time that I started working on this episode and this project right here, we were talking about doing new things. One of the things that I have learned in this last week is I have strong feelings about things. Like a lot of people, you can feel when something's about to shift. Some people don't have that, that what I like to call superpower, but some people do. Most people who are very sensitive, very emotional, very earthly or in tune. I mean, I'm a Capricorn, so I am an earth sign and I'm really in tune with nature and my surroundings. And then I'm super sensitive and super sensitivity comes with being a woman, but also being a person who's been through a lot and someone who's always striving to look for meaning. Like I say to you in many episodes and many more, Lord willing, after this, <clears throat> looking for meaning can come from something simple. It can come from a cartoon. It can come from a blade of grass. It can come from a child. It can come from a commercial. If you really want to find an answer, it is out there. It is out there. It is so simply clear. The universe provides us with signals, signs, and answers. And sometimes we just don't see it because we're not open to see it. And sometimes even when we do see it, which I've been guilty to this, to this many times, we don't care to see it for its face value and use it to elevate us. Sometimes we're like, eh, I see it. I know it. I understand it. And I want to do it. But it's like, mm, today, yeah, I want to do it today. But am I going to do that? I'm going to try. But then my backpack. And it happens because we are perfectly and perfectly human. We do things, we make mistakes. For instance, recently, starting this new job at the Boys and Girls Club, I have ventured into being more of a friendly person. I mean, I am a nice person, genuinely care about everybody that I meet, genuinely have love and empathy, and I do have my um, wild side, my um, laid back side, like a lot of people. And sometimes because I'm super emotional, I get more involved with every aspect of my character, um, and, and my individualism, uh, somewhat because I am so super intense sometimes, but then I can be super, super intensely laid back. And I know a lot of people are like, how can you be intensely laid back? It's more, like being nonchalant and aloof, but but you're still looking. You're there. You see it all happening, but you're letting it happen. It's kind of like just watching your life unfold in front of you. And knowing that you're powerless to stop everything else, you can interrupt it, but you can't stop it. So you just look at it and then you take it all in and then you figure out what the algorithm is and the formula to solve the problem on your end. But you realize that you can't solve it for everyone else. That's what super sensitivity does to you. 
it is the ability to be a beautiful mind <laughs> and to understand things. It's almost like you can touch something and you feel it immediately. Like, if you're mad, I'm mad. I'm big mad. I'm big mad with you. You know what I'm saying? If you're sad, I'm big sad with you. If you're happy, I'm elevated and elated with you. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I've learned a lot. But I also learned that I have the tendency to see things happening when it's happening. And I could feel it. Like, this is not going to last. Like, something happened recently. And it and it really unfolded before my face. And I knew it was going to happen. But it still hurt me. Because it was like, I wanted it to, to be more. But it didn't. And it made me realize. It made me think back to something that happened with my sisters when I first met them. The only time I've ever seen them. Um, on my father's side is I felt that there was not it's not going to work right away well my sisters it might work eventually but I felt like there was a vibe there was something that I have to break down and fix for myself to really understand them better but I also felt there was other things that I had to do for myself because I didn't know if I was able to fully handle what was going to happen next but in this particular relationship Unlike my sisters, where I so longingly want to be around them, but I know there's a lot of things that I have to fix emotionally for me to get there. And there's a lot of things that they would have to understand about me to realize that I am not a BSer. I mean, one of my sisters understand that I don't take a lot of BS. I just, I don't do that. Um, I can, I can give you chance after chance, but it's like only if I feel like there's some type of benefit out of it somewhere for some for some weird reason maybe for my kids or maybe for the kids involved or maybe for me in the long run or maybe for you and I in the long run but I have to benefit somehow within this whole thing this particular relationship was not a beneficial relationship um in the sense that we're going to have that future i felt it from the beginning but i knew that it was beneficial in the short run because I really liked this person who I was cool with, but I felt like there was going to be a shift. And how you can feel that is look at the type of person you are. What are your goals? What do you want to do with your life? Where do you see yourself in the next five to 10 years? Hell, what do you see yourself in the next year, three months? What do you want to do? How are you shifting towards it? Are you working towards this goal? And then look at the people around you during this time. Have you started a new job? Like this, like me, I just started a new job. And I've seen a lot of people who I really vibed with. And this particular person I did vibe with. But I've seen a lot of things that were character flaws that wouldn't connect with my personal character and my character flaws. It wouldn't work. You know, certain things just don't go together. And... We had some encounters where we chilled or where we did things together and I enjoyed them. But the problem was, is that I felt like, I don't know if women get like this in general. That's why I don't really hang with a lot of women. Um, is that there's a tendency, especially with younger women, to be ill-advised about people's reasoning to for doing things sometimes we can get over emotional like we think that everybody's against us some women now not all women not all young women you know but when you're in an emotional place 
and when you don't really trust people and when you don't like certain things and when you come from a a surrounding especially if you come from a city area or a tougher area you're always on the lookout so you're always suspicious so you're always gonna wonder and I can understand that I can 100% understand that but I feel like for me that was that was something that I was that I am I'm always on the lookout but I'm also very understanding when it comes to people because I know that empathy needs to be involved. People can change. People think that their people don't change, but they do. People change every five to seven years. I mean, even Tyler Perry talks about it when he plays Medea. People change emotionally, physically, financially. They change. And the person you may know 10 years a goal may be completely different. They may, they may be a millionaire. You may meet somebody when they're 35 and then chill with them for five years to their 40 and then, and then kind of fall out and meet them again when they're 47 and this person is a billionaire. And you're like, whoa, what happened? This person used to be overweight and now this person is trim and fit and been fit for five years you like you don't you, you where did what, what happened and and when I, I say this because with this particular relationship it made me realize that the way I'm headed in life and what I want to do with life it was going to clash there was going to be issues I'm so open my heart is so on my shoulders and I care so much but I can't care for everything and everybody all the time intensely to the point where it stops me from doing what I want to do. I still care. But like Henry said to me before, like when he was dating people or just he thought it was a joke, but it was the dumbest joke I ever heard. He would say, well, I love at you. And I started saying that too. But when I thought about it, it really means loving someone from a distance. Like, I'm going to love you, but I'm going to love you from a distance. You know what I'm saying? I'm going I'm to mess with you with a long hand. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to keep you at a distance. Like, I'm cool with you enough to say, I can say what's good, but I'm not going to go into a whole conversation with you because this is not going to work. I don't think that's important because sometimes <laughs> we challenge the need for change we challenge the need to grow we challenge the need to want to be better we challenge the need to get out of a comfortably uncomfortable situation because it's familiar we want better but we're scared to do better because this is comfortable and if we fail while we're comfortable at least we're still going to be on a cushy seat I was thinking about this when I was at work and we were talking about like how the kids are different from us. And I thought about this hard. I said, every generation has this problem. Every generation. You think about how the slaves were versus how they were in civil rights versus how they were in the hip hop movement versus how they were in the 90s versus how they were in the early 2000s versus how they are now every generation every 20 to 30 years every 10 years has it's a significant change and we think oh the kids are softer than because we make them comfortable sometimes people don't understand that adversity and struggles 
and the ability to want more and work your behind off to get it makes you a well-rounded character. The ability to be able to switch up the tempo, as Chris Brown says, and go from this surrounding to the next surrounding is 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 very important. The ability to switch up your swag like Jay-Z did. You know what I'm saying? When he did that dirt off the shoulders song, when he went, you know, and talked about being business minded one minute, but being street the next minute is important. You know what I'm saying? The ability for growth and change and adaptability. As a human, we have to be adaptable. Our species of human only survived because we were adaptable. Because we were able to say, hey, this is not really food. So, I'll try this because I feel better with this instead of that. You know what I'm saying? I don't think I really want to eat grubs anymore. think I want to eat some meat. Or... Them blueberries just killed John, Abel, and Paul, and Lil' Lisa. And I like Lil' Lisa. I don't know so much about Abel, but I ain't want him to die. So, I'ma just go ahead and not eat those blueberries. Because I seen them red berries over there are the jam. Everybody's thriving off of them. So, I'ma eat that. Adaptability is so important. You know what I'm saying? It's so important. The ability to let go of things when it don't work is hard for us. But that's what made us thrive as humans. That's why we're here. Opposable thumbs and all. You know what I'm saying? And that's so important. People think it's such an accomplishment. Like, I can't believe this person then did that, 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 that. And I just don't see. And it's because a lot of people are afraid to be that human. I was listening to something that my boss said today. My supervisor from his podcast. Speaking of his podcast, please check out the Sleepless Soldiers podcast. It's dope. It's available on YouTube, Spotify, this DJ B-Town. I, I can't wait to get him on the podcast. It's going to be a minute, though, because, you know what I'm saying? We got so much stuff going on with work and me trying to get stuff together. I've been working on some projects on Lolo. It's been crazy. But check out the Sleepless Soldier podcast. You can see it on YouTube. Sleep Sleepless Soldier TV podcast. It's also on Spotify, Apple, anywhere you can get your podcast. So check that out. Um it's super dope. It's super adult. It's super real. And I honestly I was afraid to, but now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, yo, you need to expand your stuff. Like you need to get real and understand that you're an adult and you're gonna say stuff. Like you're not gonna be teacher toy all the time. You know what I'm saying? So, expand it. So, I'm, I'm trying to work on that. Expansion. Um, so, yeah, check that out. But I was talking to him, and I was listening to a lot of stuff he was saying. And one of the things that I learned about, like, just in general, what we have going on as, like, a collective in this in this in this in this climate as my son said in this climate in this environment is that we tend to be the same one thing he always says is i'm built different like i'm not the same like i'm a champion i'm a warrior and the first thing i want to say this this month he 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 is he's built different like he he you know what i'm saying he's tough but He's right. You know what I'm saying? You got to be built different to make it. You can't be the same as everybody else. That's why they call people the 1%. You know 
You can't be the same. You can't be afraid to change. You can't be afraid to let people go. Even if it hurts, because it's going to hurt. You know what I'm saying? Tearing off a band-aid is going to hurt. But you got to be built different. You got to be able to be unshakable. And it's hard to be unshakable because you're like, bruh, they just ripped that band-aid off me. I didn't even nair it out real quick. So them little baby hairs was on there. And when they ripped it off, I was feeling some type of way. I feel you. But I understand that you have to be built different. Everybody is not for you. You're going to encounter many people in life. You're going to encounter many scenarios in life. You're going to have many downfalls. Some things that may take 20, 30 years to get over. Some things that may take 10, 20. You may have a problem when you're 30 and not get over to your 65. You may have a problem when you're 20 and may not get over to your 35. You may have a problem when you're 35 and not get over to your 45 or until you're 41. You may have a problem in your teens or when you're 10 and not get over <laughs> to your 25. That is a part of life. The ability to overcome obstacles. And just because you're still here doesn't mean you overcome. Just because you're alive does not mean you're living. Just because you can talk does not mean you're saying anything. So the reality is we all have to feel things and understand them and be more super sensitive, but also more in tune with who we are. I'm going to take a little brizzle right here. Take a little brizzle. Come back in a little. <laughs> We're going to shake things up. We're going to switch up the tempo on you. So what is good? We are back. Speaking of being built different, because we're talking about being built different, we're talking about changes, we're talking about growth. Along the lines of growth, pregnancy and having a new baby, I, I'm i not pregnant and I, hadn't, I didn't have a new baby, but I was stumbling upon when I was just, you know, just happened upon, you know, searching the tizzle, the tea. I happened upon looking on some information about Summer Summer Walker. And this is literally a happened upon. It wasn't even like <clears throat> it wasn't even like I was looking for something with Summer Walker cuz I have been listening to her a lot. I've been jamming out cuz at first, I'm not going to lie to you. At first, I was like I'm not about to listen to this little girl. I just I just don't want to I'm just I'm not trying to like I've been Vibing out on Tiana Taylor and Beyonce and Rihanna for a minute. Like, I'm going to stick to who I've been sticking to for a minute. And something just told... And I've been listening to a lot of Scissor, Scissor and her. Like, just a lot. Just a lot of Scissor and her. Like, I'm really... I really love my mother, Muslim sister Scissor. And I'm digging her. And I'm done. And I'm, like, so, like, into Janae. Nay, nay, nay. And then, nay, nay. And then, Kiko. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and Aiko, I don't want to pretend like I know how to say her last name. I don't want to pretend, but I love Janae. Janae, nay, 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 and nay, 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 nay. But anyway, but I've been, you know, just, just, just. Just really vibing out on their songs lately. Like, even Luther. Like, the Luther Vandross anniversary came up. And I was like, you know what? I ain't listened to Luther in a long, 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 long time. You know what I'm saying? Last time I remember wanting to listen to Luther 
was never rary. Because I love Luther. But it wasn't like I was like, yo, I'm about to listen to Luther. You know, it was more like, hey, he's on. My mom listening to Luther. Let me listen to Luther. Because I ain't got no choice. Because I can't get out this car. But I was really listening to Luther a lot. And then I just maybe said, you know what? Let me try something different. Let me do something. Let me, let me do something different. So I just stumbled upon, you know, a summer walker just kept coming up. And I was like, all right, let me listen to this girl. And I was like, y'all, I like her. <clears throat> I like her. Her whole thing is a vibe. Like, I really didn't get into her personality or what type of person she is. I didn't get into her social media. I don't even know if I followed her yet on social media. But I know this. I like her songs. I love them. I feel like they're a vibe. I feel like she just be speaking how she really feels and she's telling her story her way. And I like that. I like that. I feel like there's a vibe. You know what I'm saying? Girls need love too. Girls need love too. Girls need love you too. That's my jam. But I also was just like just dumb about it because this girl is beautiful. She's gorgeous. And she got like this real laid back, just chill swag about her. Just laid back. And I feel her. Um, I've also been listening to a lot of um, just other people. But along the lines of listening to Summer Walker, I, get, I don't know if it's because I've been listening to her so much and I was listening to her on Henry's profile. I might have been. But that what popped up on his profile was Summer Walker. I mean, we're talking about the, the fact that she had a baby. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, I knew she had a baby because I saw the video body. And I was like, oh, okay, she about to have a baby. Like, she just came in the game about to have a baby. I'm like, okay. You know what I'm saying? That's what's up. Okay. And then they were talking about how, you know, her fans were trying to call, you know, the, you know, the people on her to try to get her. <laughs> try to come get somebody come get her because <laughs> something was going on it's not really funny no it's not funny at all it's like the fact that they were trying to call the people on her because they saying that they're that she's not feeding her child that she's starving her child the child is malnourished and i don't know if this is true or not i don't know but I think it's hard when it comes to change, because we're speaking about change, for a lot of new mothers to change that direction. Like, it was hard for me as a new mother. Like, when I first had my son, I didn't know what the hell I was doing at all. Like, I wasn't even planning on having no kid at that point. I was like, I want some, but do I want some now? And God was like, boop, you're pregnant. And, I mean, that's ha- that's happened a lot to a lot of women. Like, it was like, yo... Here you go. <laughs> You're pregnant. <laughs> this is what you are. And I don't know if Summer Walker and her spouse was like, hey, I want to have a baby. I, I seriously doubt that because her career is just starting. And, you know, her relationship seems to be going through some on and off stuff. And that's not the best situation to want to bring up a child. Like, I'm not quite sure. Like based upon my research, based upon what I I've seen and heard, based upon the tweets that were up, tweet elites, that there has been some on again, off again with her spouse, but I don't know what it is. So I don't know, but they basically were talking about how she was feeding the baby some type of organic mix. 
Um, and she has been real, like, boisterous, you know, in the past on Twitter about how she can't understand how mothers give their kids formula when it is more um, expensive than just buying some healthier fruits and vegetables to give to their baby. And, you know, she's even, like, combated one of her fans, you know, with, like, her pricing and details but it's like it's youngness because when you're young and you don't know you think you know oh yeah <sighs> twig getting a little sleepy <laughs> and you think you know i mean you're young at 30 you're young at 35 you're long you're young at 45 compared to someone there are people who live into their hundreds and they're like all oh, these young 50 year olds they don't know what they're talking about I've been there and done that. <laughs> you know what I'm like you ain't nothing but a baby. <laughs> like like you're just a toddler. <laughs> like what do you know? I've been around a hundred years. <laughs> like what do you know? So I understand. You know, and she's very young. I think she's like what, 21, 25? I don't know. But she's a baby. And she has a baby and it's a whole thing. And I don't know if she's feeding this baby chia seeds and, you know, organic honey and, you know, all this. I don't know. But I know that when you're young and even when you're a new mother or a mother, period, like a mother thing is a territorial thing. You want to divide and conquer. You want to be the best mother. Well, I mean, most mothers do want to be the best mother they can be, especially if they're new because you have that intimidation issue, you're trying to, you're trying to figure things out and you feel like, you know, so you, you might read all the books or you might use experiences from the past to guide you to do what you want to do versus what you didn't want to happen to you as a kid. And it's a lot, it's a lot on your plate. And I'm not sure if that's what happened. I'm not sure if she's feeding this baby organic foods I'm not sure if she's best breastfeeding the baby. I don't know what's happening. I just know that there's a lot of fans in an uproar. Like, they're going insane. They're going in on her on Twitter. Like, she is completely trending. Like, not just trending. She is completely trending. Like, it's a thing now. Like, it's a whole, it's a vibe. It's a thing now because people are feeling some type of way. They're making memes out of the whole situation. And I'm glad for the most part, from what I'm seeing, from what I've seen, that they're not picking on the baby, but they're more organically just concerned for this child's well-being, and they want to make sure that Summer is being a good mother to this child. You know, because I know in our community, the black community, for some reason, we tend to pick on little black girls. Like, not even any, you know, because they were talking about this. I was watching my girl on YouTube talk about it. And they do pick on black children, but they really, really, really pick on black girls. Like, I remember with Bobby Brown and God rest her soul, Bobby Christina and Whitney. Like, they used to get in on Bobby Christina. And it's the thing, like, they always have it in for black women from from birth. <clears throat> Not birth, birth. Because we're supposed to be just everything, the foundation. We're supposed to be on point from birth. We're supposed to have all the baby hairs in the right spot. 
We're supposed to have the right skin color, the right eyes. We're supposed to speak the correct way, look the correct way. We're supposed to be just perfect. And if we're not, the second that we mess up, we're critiqued. And I think that is, I hate to say it's an indicative problem that is concerning slavery. For real. Like it concern it 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 comes from slavery. It comes from the need to be perfect. So that way the master can sell us. So that way, you know, people visiting who want to do whatever they want to do with the with the master's ladies, slave ladies, that they can do it, that they can have House slaves and field slaves and house slaves look more attractive so they can get more company and more money and better business. I mean, point blank, period. That's why black women are just, that's why we have this problem. It's now it's embedded in the DNA. I'm going to hit you with a, with a Kenya bears. It's epigenetic coding. (laughs) It's the the coding of the epigenetics. Don't know what that means, but I'm going to look that up. But I do believe certain things can be embedded, and that's why we are the way we are. And so that it's not did it, but in society, because of stuff that happens, like for real, if you were raised a certain way, your whole family is going to be raised that way, and then it's going to be embedded throughout your whole entire your just your whole entire race, like your whole entire family. It's going to be like that. Like they have, <clears throat> they have a culture of people who live on this island who have to go fishing for their food because they live on the water. They literally live on the water. And so they've adapted this DNA where they can stay under the water longer, longer than the average person. They can stay under the water for four or five minutes or two minutes or something like that for a long period of time. Longer than the average human. Because I'm going to tell you, I'm tapping out about 20 seconds. I'm like, I don't even think I'm going to make it 20 seconds. I'm going to tap out about 10 seconds. I'm going to tap, tap out. That's what I'm going to tap, 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 tap out. You know what I'm saying? Like, let me out. And they adapted. And I think that happens to a lot of people. Where we are our family history, we adapt certain traits and we get used to certain things. And that's why certain communities are certain ways because they just became, they became familiar with it. That's just part of their society. Like a lot of people could come in from a different community and be like, I don't know how you live like that. It's because they don't adapted to that that's just what that's just life this is how it is and for people who don't live like that they think it's heroic but i'm like it's not heroic that's just life that's what you know that's who you are that's their universe you know it's all about wanting more wanting to see more it's also about kind of like with j cole and his new song that joint is awesome hey marie that's that's my jam that is my jam Yo, it's all about just adapting the ability to never lose your childlike innocence. Like, never let go of your inner child. Like, what were your dreams when you were a child? People always want to adapt to society and forget who they really are. But adapt to yourself. Remember what you wanted. Did you want to be a cartoonist? Did you want to be a poet? Did you want to be a writer? There's ways to do that for the free. 
or for cheap. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you literally can go on YouTube and start writing poems. And if you do it well enough, if you get enough, you know, you know, people on your team, hey, you'll be a published author. You know what I'm saying? And I just, I feel like a lot of people forget to be happy, forget to change, forget to work for what they really want because they're so scared. They want to be the same as everybody else, but that they still want to be the 1%. They want to be original and new, but they still want to be able to be comfortable. So I challenge you guys to put the work in. Remember your body, your mind, your soul, your life. This is your happy face. Carpe diem and see today. All right. And also, because we're about to close out the show. If you love what you have, you have everything you need. Until next time, you guys. Thank you guys for listening. Of course, as always, this is Latoya, Justice Shari, Penny Pens, The Rainbow. You know what I'm saying, baby? Everything. Until next time, you guys. Smooches. Wrap it up with a face mask. Peace. Thank you for listening to the 0.2.2 FM Walk Talking Podcast with your host, Latoya Justice Shari, and your co-host, King Nas. We appreciate you listening, and we heart you, fam. But don't forget to check out the Instagram, 0.2.2 Walls Talking Podcast. And our Twitter, Twitter Lily Smooches. Peace. Until next time.